What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I am your host, Mac Bauman. Uh, thanks for checking out the show again. In all seriousness, to everybody who's come back on board after me taking a hiatus for a little while, uh, I really appreciate it, man. Genuinely, for everybody who's checked out the episode with Ryan Waiten of Tropic Bombs or with my brother Brandon, uh, it's cool to have people checking out the show again and coming back on board. And today I'm doing a solo cast, and um, I will get into that here in a little bit, but um, I genuinely wanted to say thank you. I'm somebody who's never short on my thank yous for people who uh, are checking out anything that I'm doing, and and just in general, not even for, for stuff that I'm doing like this, creative things, but just thank you to the people who have been good to me in my life and, you know, the people who have helped me you know, get, get to a better place than I was before. Um, you know, those, those are important things, you know, to make sure you say thank you to people and are grateful for who you have and what you have in your life. So for everybody who's checking out the pod, especially in, uh, in an, uh, an industry that has grown exponentially since, uh, I first got on the mic like seven years ago when I first started my podcast, um, it's, it's cool when people check it out. So thank you to everybody who's checked out the podcast, which brings me to the solo cast today. So, you know, coming back, you know, one thing I really wanted to do and one thing I'm holding myself to, and that's why that's part of what I'm going to talk about in this episode is just being, you know, consistent, especially in a medium like this, you know, where you're trying to, uh, you know, to put some stuff out there. You want to make sure that people know when they can check out the show and when they can listen and when they can expect new content. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit today with this podcast and just even the theme of the podcast with March 4th, which is really just, you know, again, a personal mantra to move forward, to persevere, uh, to keep on keeping on, as Joe Dirt would say. I love that movie. Don't at me. Um, but uh, but that's why I wanted to do a solo cast today. Talk a little bit about that, you know, like Bill Burr. He does a solo podcast. That wasn't the greatest Bill Burr. That was kind of like a, a high-end Bill Burr because sometimes you get like lower lower register Bill Burr, you know, when he kind of talks like this, oh, jeez, you know. And then you get, you know, amped up Bill Burr. Yeah, dude, I, you know, what's going on with these guys? You know, Boston's up 3 nothing, and they, they let him come back in the third period? What's going on? Get it together, Bruins. <laughs> but uh, Billy Burr does a – he's one of my favorite comedians, does a great job doing his solo cast and uh, – that's the only time you're ever going to hear me compare myself to Bill Burr because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Bill Burr. Um, but just in the sake of saying that, you know, you know, when I started this podcast and and I and I kind of look at a lot of things in my life, and that's what the theme of this podcast is. And I kind of wanted to have an episode about it, just about perseverance and moving forward. Uh, there's a couple of different things that I've listened to this week that have really inspired me to do a show like I'm about to do today, which is just on that topic of perseverance and moving forward, which is that, you know, when I look at myself in this show, one of the things that I think has held me back is is myself. And I think when we look at our lives and we look at, you know, where we are or what we're doing, excuse me, or, you know, problems that we're having, sometimes, a lot of times, I think it's because we're standing in our own way of you know, having something be more successful or us being more successful or being happier. And I think when I look back on this, you know, when I first started this show, I was 24 years old back when I called it Bauman's Breakdown, which was a name 
that I had for my column that I wrote in high school for the student paper, The Centric, in Toledo, Ohio, at Central Catholic High School. And that was the name of my column, and I kind of just kept that for the longest time. And when I brought this back, I was like, you know, I want to bring something different to the table. There's all kinds of podcasts out there. There's all kinds of podcasts with people who are famous or who are, you know, musicians or actors or comedians. And, you know, I'm just a dude, man. You know, I'm just a regular dude. You know, this is something that I do for fun. But, you know, what I'm getting at is just when I look at kind of where I am, and I'm very happy in my life. Don't get me wrong. I'm extremely happy with the company that I work for, for my job. And I'm, I'm, you know, happy with more importantly, I would say just uh, the relationships that I've built in my life and the people that I have in my life, you know, my girlfriend, my family, my close friends, you know, people at work uh, who have been good to me uh, and helped me, helped me further my career, you know. Um, but, you know, starting this podcast again, on that theme of perseverance, it's just like, you know, there's always those things that we have that creatively we we need to do, you know, or, or maybe even not even in a creative sense. There's, there's just, I think, I think there's just certain innate things that we all are born with that we're called to do. You know, some people might think that sounds cheesy, but I think that's true. You know, I look at my, my brother Greg, for example, you know, when we were kids, like I... I was the one who was really into sports. You know, I played football, basketball, and baseball growing up. And my brother was never really into sports to this day. It's just not his thing. Just not his thing, right? So you have two people who came from the same parents, have the same blood running through them, have completely different interests. My brother, Greg, is very interested in flying and has been since he was a kid. He's always been fascinated and loved airplanes. You know, I would be playing like whatever the latest, you know, Madden game was or, you know, the latest NHL game or racing game or basketball game, he would be playing like Flight Simulator, you know. Some of you might remember that with Microsoft, you know, back in the day. And, you know, and the coolest thing for me would be like flying in a city and like finding the stadium and then we would try to like land in it and you'd end up like landing in animation, you know. But like he was always into planes, you know, and when we were kids – you know, there were there were several weekends where my dad would take he and I up to the, you know, my brother and I up to like Detroit Metro Airport. You know, this is pre-9-11 and all that stuff. And he would take us up to the airport and we would park on a road. I can't remember if it was actually Eureka Road by Detroit Metro or if it was the road on the other side of the runway. But anyway, we used to go up there and park and we'd get like rallies or something, you know, down here in the south. It's checkers. Um but we would get a couple of big Bufords, and my brother would have his binoculars, and we would, like, watch planes come in because he knew my brother enjoyed that and he liked that. And for my brother, that would be, like, the equivalent of my dad taking me to, like, a Toledo Storm hockey game. They're, like, an ECHL hockey team. They were. Now they're the Toledo Walleye. But you know what I mean? Like, that was the equivalent of, of that to my brother. He really enjoyed that, you know, and he'd be like, that's a DC-10, that's an L-1011, that's a 747, and he loved it. So much so that my brother, by the time he was a senior in high school, had already gotten his private pilot's license and went to school for aviation and became a pilot. And within the last like year and a half, 
has fulfilled a dream of his since he was a kid, which is becoming a commercial pilot. He is now a commercial pilot. And, you know, I probably don't tell him enough how, how awesome I think that is of him, that he just had that vision and he went for it and he, he did it, man. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I think that's so rare. You know, it's so rare that we find the things or the thing that we're really interested in that we love and we see it through. And, you know, my brother is one of those people that makes a living doing what he loves to do. You know, and just like any job that you have, there's ups and downs with that. And there's a lot of time he spends away from his family, obviously, because he travels for a living. But I just think that's really cool. So, Greg, if you ever listen to this, just know that, man. I love you and I we talk a lot. And, you know, we, we don't see eye to eye on, on everything, just, just like anybody doesn't see eye to eye on everything. But I love you and I wouldn't trade you for anybody. And I think that's awesome that you did that. Which brings me to kind of what I'm doing in this podcast, which is that, you know, me growing up, I didn't have like that one thing like my brother Greg had, you know, and and there's always failure in comparison, right? But I'm just using comparison for the sake of of this podcast and talking about perseverance and having a vision and seeing it through. Um, you know, I have always been interested, I would say the main two things are sports and music. You know, those those have been like the two mainstays in my life in terms of hobbies, things that I did, things that I was always interested in. You know, um, like I said, growing up, I played football, basketball and baseball. Uh, basketball was my best sport in terms of the one that I was the most good at. And it was also the one that I enjoyed the most. And I think it's because it was the most creative game. You know, that's why I loved watching like Michael Jordan, I think, so much. It wasn't it wasn't so much that he was obviously like the greatest basketball player in my opinion anyway that ever lived but like he just the way he played the game how he would float midair and change direction midair there was there was a grace to it there was a style to it it was like you know I, I heard it described as like poetry in motion you know what I mean which to some people they might just go dude that's just a dude who's really good at basketball but if you really love something you see the nuance to it and like you know, and, and I remember, you know, just like a million kids growing up, you know, I'd, I'd go out, we lived on a cul-de-sac, my neighbors had a hoop, and I'd go out there and I would, you know, do the countdown, five, four, three, two, one, you pretend you're making the winning shot, I had my Bulls jersey, my first pair of, you know, Air Jordans that I got when I was in third grade, I think it was with Christmas money that I got from my grandpa, and uh, I think I was wearing like a size one or something, I can't even remember, like, in third grade, but I remember getting those Jordans and like the taxi Air Jordan 12s. If they ever come back, I probably, even though I'm not like a super materialistic guy, I'll admit I really do enjoy shoes. And I remember getting those shoes, and I would like kids would like laugh at me because I would like lick my fingers and wipe the leather to keep th- those shoes clean. And I wore those things so much that I remember at the end of the summer. And it's funny because we actually have a picture that moment in time, which is hilarious because it's very rare that you have like a picture that you can like, you know, that you have like a memory that's a strong memory and you actually have a photograph of that memory. You know what I'm saying? I think even with all the pictures that we take now, there a lot of them, we take so many pictures that it's like they all kind of get lumped in and the importance of one from the other isn't that much. But it's like if you can think back to like a time in your life or like a, a specific memory that was like, let's for this, let's keep it positive, say it's a good memory. You probably don't have a picture of that moment. And there's actually a picture 
of my brother, my Greg, my, my sister Kalen, and me. And it was like the end of the summer because school was getting back to going back to come in. And even though I, I did well in school, I would always get sad <laughs> when this when the summer was ending. I used to hate seeing those back to school ads in like July. I'm like, can you give it a break? Like we've been out of school since mid June and it's like mid July and you're already talking about back to school gear. Like take it easy, Tarjay. You know what I mean? Um, but there's a picture of me like with my Bulls jersey. And that was the day I had to throw away those Air Jordan shoes because I had worn them so much that the outsole had worn away completely on the heel of at least one of the shoes, maybe two. And you could actually see into like the cushioning of the shoe, like the airbag of the shoe. And my mom was like, honey, you got to throw those away. You can't wear those anymore. There's a hole in them. And I was like, mom. And, you know, to this day, like I still... You know, my mom will probably listen to this and be like, Mike, you know, mom, I love you. I'm not slamming you. I wouldn't trade you for anybody. But but I still remember that because I like loved basketball so much. I love shoes so much. But what I'm getting at is like some of us, we have like a myriad of interests. You know what I mean? And I'm one of those people where it's like I enjoy sports, but I also really love music. You know, and that's part of the reason I started doing this podcast like way back in the day, taking it way back. And I touched on this in the last episode that I did with my brother, Brandon. You know, my dad to this day is very good with his hands and hooking stuff up and he likes to figure stuff out. And I think I get that part of my personality from him, you know, where it's like I like to like figure stuff out. It kind of drives me crazy and I can get a little obsessive sometimes when I don't have the answers to something like I have to figure it out, you know. But my dad, to that point of being good with his hands and stuff, he hooked up like a, you know, we weren't rich, but we weren't poor. We were middle class, but you know, he had a nice CD player and like a nice stereo system that he hooked up in our living room and these nice speakers, which I think to this day, you know, we still have. Um, and, uh, he hooked all that stuff up in our living room. And I, I have memories when I was a kid of like Saturdays would be like his jamming days, you know what I mean? And, and like, he would, you know, play Eric Clapton and like Tom Petty in the living room or, you know what I mean? And like, classic rock you know my dad was into classic rock but specifically I remember a lot of Clapton I remember a lot of Tom Petty um you know back in the day some Dire Straits and 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 then in the 90s he did get into some of the stuff that we listened to like he had like an Alice in Chains unplugged he had that which is to this day I think one of the greatest acoustic you know performances if you haven't heard it go go you know stream or buy Alice in Chains unplugged it was amazing uh, I wish MTV would still do stuff like that, but I digress. And he had like a dishwalla tape. Some of you might remember that band from the early 90s. But anyway, and my mom was really into, you know, the police and Sting and 80s pop. And, and again, I've talked about this stuff, but I'm just saying like, so I grew up in a household where even though my parents weren't musicians, there was usually music playing or music was around. And when I was a little kid, I had like a little Mickey Mouse guitar you know what I mean? And I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but, but that's why I think to this day, like free Fallen is one of my favorite songs of all time is because I have like good memories of listening to that when I was a kid. So, so for me, I had these different interests, you know what I mean? I had sports and I had music and, you know, I'm a little sheepish to admit that there was many times growing up where I, you know, would be in front of my mirror and pretend that I was like in corn or Metallica. And like, sadly, I've probably spent more time air guitaring than I've played my actual guitar 
But um, so I always had like, and it wasn't even that like I wanted to be a rock star. It was just like the music, which it just meant so much to me. You know what I mean? And like music, you know, even with this podcast and, you know, and, and it'll probably expand a little bit more than just music, but why it's so important to me because music has really gotten th- me through a lot of like tough times, you know, like, and um, so I say all that to say, you know, when it comes to doing this show, one of my main things coming back was just being consistent. And even this month I got away from that. And I think a lot of it has to do with fear sometimes, you know, we, we have a fear of like, I don't know if it's like being successful or just a fear of failure. Maybe it's a combination of both for me, but it's like a lot of times I think the where, where nobody's harder on me, but me, you know, and I get really hard on myself about like, you know, perfection and, and perfection's impossible, impossible. There's no such thing as perfect. You know what I'm saying? But, um, not that you shouldn't strive to be perfect because you should strive to do your best and whatever it is that you do. But, you know, I've always had a myriad of interests and I've always kind of juggled different things, but, but there is strength and freedom. And I heard this on a, on a podcast recently with Joe Rogan, where he was talking about how there's freedom and discipline. And I can't remember the name of the guy who he got that from, who was on his show, but I think that's true. And it, and I look at myself and I go, you know, I'm not an undisciplined person, but I think when it comes to myself, I think sometimes I've especially with these creative things outside of like my day job, I think I I've you know allowed maybe a little bit of fear to get in the way of doing it and it's like I watched a you know like a motivational there's like a motivational uh YouTube channel that I follow. And I think it's just called positive motivation or power thoughts motivation. No, I think I'm, there's like power thoughts meditation, and then there's like positive motivation. Um, I'll I'll find the link to whatever it is, and I'll and I'll link it when I upload this podcast. But but anyway, it's basically just like one of the things that that stuck in there that I heard was like, you know, what would you do if you knew that you couldn't fail? You know, in other words, like if you knew that you were not going to fail. What would you do with your life? What would you do with your day to day? You know, and, you know, I think sometimes we hold ourselves back, you know, and I want, when I look at this podcast, like, yeah, I've, I've, you know, when I started it, I was 24 years old and I was juggling that and, you know, doing, you know, an unscripted radio show once a week, which really honestly, like I, I, I would show up for and we would just riff, you know what I mean? That was fun. Um, the free for all we called on, on 106.5, the ticket back in Toledo on Saturday mornings. And we had a good time with it, but you know, um, stuff that I prepared for would be like when I was doing, you know, the high school games with, with Toledo sports network, shout out to, to all those guys. I miss them. I love them. And, um, you know, working part-time at Toledo hospital, you know, writing for Toledo free press. So I was always juggling different things, but at the same time, you know, what, one thing you can, I think one thing that's held me back is just how harsh I've been on myself at times. And again, I'm not saying this to sound like a martyr or make this like a pity party about myself, but I'm saying this because I, I I hope that in some way, if somebody listens to this podcast, it can help inspire them too, which is just, you know, go after the things that really, that inspire you, you know, and that's why I brought up that with my brother at the beginning, you know, perseverance, you know, he, he loved airplanes, still loves airplanes and loves flying and he became a pilot, 
just think about that. You know what I mean? How many of us say like, oh, I want to do something and then we don't end up doing it and we don't hold ourselves accountable. And it's like, hey, man, the only thing that's stopping you from doing it is you. You can, you know, at the end of the day, we all make time for the things that are important to us. You know what I mean? So I guess my message of this rant today is like don't let fear, whether it's fear of failure or fear of success, hold you back from doing something that you enjoy doing. In my case, I think it was this podcast, you know, where it's like, you know, maybe I set unrealistic expectations for myself and as a result of that, I didn't live up to them or, you know, um, you know, am, am I somebody that follows through on things? And when I look at like my work and I, and I look at other things that I've done in my life when I wanted to commit to getting in shape, like I get in shape, I stick with the workouts and I'm, I do it, you know, when it comes to work, you know, I, I, in my job, like I'm a hard worker. I consider myself to be a hard worker, you know, and it's important to me that I contribute to whatever team I'm a part of and that I'm doing my best to, to learn and to grow and to figure things out and try as hard as I can to figure things out on my own and, you know, not just rely on people to, to show me stuff and actually get my hands dirty. You know what I mean? So, and I think it's just like, but outside of those things, it's like, I think I just need to hold myself a little bit more accountable to the things that I enjoy too, you know, like doing this podcast and being creative and kind of the vision that I, that I have for it. So that's my message today is to just, you know, if there's something that you want to do that you enjoy doing, don't think about like, cause that's what I do. I go from A and then I go immediately to Z, you know what I mean? And the reality is that when you build something, you don't lay one brick and then all of a sudden you have a home. You know what I mean? You got to do it brick by brick by brick by brick, you know? And sometimes we get so overwhelmed by the thought of the Z when we're starting at A that we don't go through the rest of the alphabet. You see what I'm saying? And, and sometimes we stop things before we start them and we hold ourselves back from 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 something that we really should be doing because it's part of your the fabric of who you are you know I can't explain why you know I like sports to this day I'm still really into basketball I mean I don't have cable because it's expansive um and I don't really want to spend my money on cable so I don't watch as much basketball as I used to when I was a kid but I still keep up with it I still follow it I still follow teams and players and stuff on Twitter and get updates and I have a Detroit Pistons app, you know, just because I still really enjoy hoops. I'm always going to love basketball. I don't think anything's really ever going to change that. I think the only thing that's changed is I'm not as much of a fanatic as I was when I was a little kid. You know what I mean? When I was a little kid, it was like if the Red Wings lost, I would be like sad, <laughs> you know, whereas now I'm like, okay, like I'm a grown man. Like I don't play for the team. You know what I mean? Like if they lose, they lose. If the Pistons lose, and they probably will because they're playing the Milwaukee Bucks and Gian, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo is probably going to win the MVP. They're probably not going to beat the Bucks. It is, you know, it, whether they get swept or they win one game, I mean, obviously it would be awesome if they won the series, which I don't think is going to happen um, just because I, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. It's not me knocking my team. I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm just saying it doesn't affect me the way that it does when I was a kid, but I still enjoy it. You know what I mean? I mean, even basketball, like culture, like shoes and stuff. Like I've always been into shoes and you know what I mean? Like 
So if there's something that you like doing, just do it, you know, hold yourself accountable to it. Cause that's one of the things it's like, I want to do this podcast twice a month and ideally I'd like it to be spaced out the same, you know, and in even saying that it's like, okay, well dude, it's up to you. And I think it's just some of the other podcasts that I've listened to this week, some of the motivational stuff that I've listened to this week, you know, stuff that I've heard at my church this week, it's really inspired me to do that and to just go, okay, man, like, you know, it's just you. So if you want guests, you got to email people, you got to reach out to people. You know, if, if you have a certain idea of where you want the show to go, where, where I, I do, um, you know, that's on me to make that happen. You know what I mean? And the only thing preventing me from doing that is and has been me, you know? So when it comes to consistency, I just got to look in the mirror and be like, Hey man, if this is what you want to do and you're interested in it, then you just got to make it happen and do it. You know? Um, so that's kind of what I'm imparting today is I do think that there's a lot of us out there that we're not unhappy people. Like I'm not an unhappy guy. I think for the most part, I'm a pretty happy guy, you know, and I've got a lot to be thankful for. But at the same time, that itch was there that I had to scratch with doing this creative stuff again, you know, as happy as I am, you know, going to work every day, having who I have and what I have in my life right now. I still always am going to have that itch because I can't explain that just music is just, it's part of who I am and communication. It's just part of who I am. You know, I don't think it's an accident that that ended up being my major. It's not just because at the time, you know, I really thought I was going to be a, a sports writer. And then once I got out of college and started broadcasting, I realized, oh, I don't just want to work at a newspaper. And I feel like I've got something with this other stuff you know, with broadcasting, which eventually led me to doing this podcast that I want to build upon and expound upon. And I realized that the only reason it stopped is because I decided to stop doing it, you know. And even though, you know, I shouldn't be too hard on myself because when I did take a hiatus from this podcast, I mean, I totally turned my life in a different direction. I, I moved, you know, 500 miles away from home and literally none of my close friends or family live where I live right now. You know, I had to cultivate and build a whole new circle down here, a whole new way of life and starting a new job. And I started a new job just, you know, this past year, late in the year. And you know what I mean? So I shouldn't be super hard on myself about like, oh, man, like within all that, you should have been knocking out, you know, you know, three podcasts, four podcasts a week like Joe Rogan does. And you know what I mean? Like, you you know, like comparing myself to these juggernauts and and it's like but even even somebody like joe rogan you know he was a comedian he is a comedian that's his bread and butter that's his thing that's his itch that he has to scratch is comedy you know and then one day he just decided like 10 years ago or whatever like hey i think it'd be fun if we get a you know i'll just turn on my webcam and you know i have funny conversations with my with my buddies and stuff and we'll just talk about all these different things subjects and he's somebody anyway who has an interest in mere in a myriad of different subjects that I'm, which I think is kind of the reason I I look at him like as somebody who's not like an idol. I mean I'm a grown man. I don't really like idolize people. You know what I'm saying? But like somebody that I look at and go, okay, here's a guy who had that one root of comedy, right? But he has all these other things that he's interested in and he and he, and he has you know, he he curates basically who he wants on his podcast you know he he, it's his thing it's just like what adam carolla like what he talked about his podcast it's a pirate ship 
You know what I mean? He doesn't have a studio telling him who should be on the show or how long a show should be or who, what questions he should or shouldn't ask. Like, he literally has people on his show that he's interested in. And sometimes it's comedians, sometimes it's doctors, sometimes it's hunters and, you know, psychologists. And you know what I mean? And, and I think that's why he's a good example for me is because it's like he started his podcast with like no expectations and just saying hey man i think this would be fun let's do this and then all of a sudden it built and it built and it built to now where he's got millions of subscribers and people who have their antennas tuned in to what he's doing and i think at the root of it you know why it's because it's authentic you know when you listen to a conversation I mean, his podcasts are like, some of them are like three plus hours. And I think most of them are more than two. You know what I mean? At least two hours. And you don't get bored listening to his show because he's just a great conversationalist. You know what I mean? I think that's why Dax Shepard's new podcast has done so well, you know, with him just starting it last year. It's because it's like this guy was always a good conversationalist. You know, and, and you can hear that in Dax, too, where he has an interest in different subjects. And, you know, it's not about being an expert on everything. It's about being interested in things. And his show, same thing. He's had actors on there. He's had comedians on there and authors. And you know what I mean? Like, you 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 can hear it in them. Like, at the end of the day, it's like that old quote, the cream always rises to the top. And I think people respect authenticity. You know, why are... Jordan's still popular, you know, like 16 years after he retired for the last time. It's because he made that an institution. You know, he was an original and authentic. Not only was he the greatest at what he did, but it was like there was nobody like Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan came along. And I think it's safe to say, like, when it comes to podcasting, you know, you look at guys like Adam Carolla and Mark Marin and Joe Rogan, you know, Dax Shepard in this last year, you know, I think his even got voted like the best new podcast. Like it's because there's an authenticity there. And I think people will, will respect that. You know what I mean? And they enjoy that. So it's like Joe Rogan literally does what he wants to do. And, you know, he's somebody that's interested in a myriad of things. So it's like, you know, his podcast reflects that. And I think it's just an example of, yeah, you know, he had his audience that he built from years of doing comedy and from, you know, doing Fear Factor and The Man Show and news radio, like, he had a pre-built audience, but at the same time, like, it's expanded far beyond those core people that have been with him since, like, the 90s when he was coming up because he touches on things that go way beyond, you know, just comedy you know, even though that's what he's rooted in and that and, you know, mixed martial arts, obviously, because he grew up doing that. So, you know, that's inspiring to me because I go, hey, you know what, man, like the only thing stopping me from, and again, I'm not, you know, just like I was talking about Bill Burr, you know, earlier in the podcast, like, and to take a quote from the pastor at my church, shout out to Kevin Queen, you know, like, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not comparing myself to the titans of the podcasting game. I'm simply using that as an example to show you got to start at square one. And it's a reminder for me, even what I'm doing with my podcast, like, hey, man, start at square one. And what is square one? Square one is doing what I'm doing right now. It's getting on the mic. It's hooking everything up. It's 
reaching out to people who who I'm interested in, who I would love to have on the show. I've got a guy coming up um, that I did a story on, gosh, almost a decade ago with his previous band, and he's recording new music now. And I'm like, man, I want to get him on the show. You know what I mean? I kind of I want to pump up, like, you know, I want to reach back out to him and, and talk about what he's doing and, and his journey, you know, and because he's got a great story. So that's a little bit of a teaser, a little bit of a tease, um, <laughs> you know. And it's like. So those are my first steps, and and I think this week I was just inspired because I'm like, oh, man, it's April. You haven't done a show yet. You wanted to do two a month. What's up? You know, just that inner conscience that, like, holds you accountable for things. And my inner conscience was going, I'm like, you know what, man? You're right. You're right. You got to, like, get on that. You know what I mean? Because we all start somewhere, and the only thing holding you back is you. You know what I mean? So, you know, if there's anything in your life right now that you want to do, you know, maybe maybe you're you've always been good at baking, but you're like, oh man, I got my job and I got my bills and I got my this and my that, and you're like, but I think like maybe like I know when I cook these cookies for people, they like go bananas. Like, I think I could like probably start a bakery maybe, but what does that even look like? You know, you do what I do. You start at A, and then you fast forward to Z and you get overwhelmed. You're like, man, I don't know anything about running a bakery. I don't know anything about you know. I gotta have like a like an oven and then like a commercial oven and paying people and the rent for the space. And then I got to find a space. Like we, we, we stop things before we start too much. And then you get to a point kind of like where I got to where it's like, I'm not old, you know, I'm not old, but I'm 31 now. And I'm like, man, I started that podcast like seven years ago. But that's the other part of it too, is it's done now. You know, I can't change yesterday. I can't change the past seven years. And honestly, I wouldn't change them. Because I went through all those things to get where I am right here in this moment right now, talking to whoever's listening to this, which is just, you know, and that was another message that I got this week. Don't let your past affect your present. You know, don't don't let mistakes that you made or poor decisions that you made or even just things that you've done, don't dwell in those things, good or bad. You know, because sometimes we dwell on the good too and we go, oh man, I used to be this or you know, how many people do we know like that? You know, they were the star of the high school football team or whatever. And you know what I mean? And, and, and those years were so great. And then they graduated and then it's like, what, you know, their, their identity was so tied into, you know, being whatever the defensive back or the star running back or whatever, that life after that just seemed like, so like whatever, because that, that they were so, and it's like, okay, well, you know, so you didn't fulfill your dream in the NFL. They're still coaching. You can still, you know, how many guys coach? How many guys start up, you know, their own training facilities and their gyms now? You know, that's a huge industry again. You know, you'll get CrossFit and all that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought I was going to be in the NBA till I was like 15 years old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, there's, don't look back on your past whether it was the really good things or the really bad things and let it prevent you from continuing to progress now. You know what I mean? And I think that's an important message too is like persevere, move forward. Go, okay, I am who I am, but my past is not going to define me. My past choices, my past successes, my past failures are not going to get in the way of me doing the things that I want to do now or crossing the bridge that I that I haven't been able to cross for so long because I start I take a couple steps I look at the you know 
I look at the other side, it seems too far. And I look down and that looks too far. And so I just don't take that chance. And it's like, you know, one of my best friends, Nate, I love you, dude. He might listen to this. Um, I remember us talking one time years ago. And he said to me, he was like, you know, man, and I never heard anybody put it this way. You know, Nate has like an ability to just, you know, especially with me and the way my mind goes sometimes, he has like that innate ability to, uh, Nate has an innate ability. See what I did there? Um, totally unintentional, really cheesy what I do just now. But anyway, he has that ability to like really say the right thing in the right time with me in our conversations and kind of get me to snap out of it, so to speak. And I remember us having a conversation years ago and I think it was both, it was before both of us had moved out of Toledo where we were from and nothing against Toledo, by the way, I don't want anybody from Toledo, any of my friends or anybody from Toledo in general who might listen to this to think that I'm knocking it. I hit my ceiling there and I had to leave. Some people are doing, there's a, not some people, there's a lot, a lot of people doing great things in Toledo. A lot of my friends have great lives there and are, you know, starting families there and have their own homes there and are happy. And that's amazing. That's great. It just wasn't for me anymore. And, and I knew to become what I felt like what I needed to become and to grow, I needed to leave. So I want to preface it with that. But I, Nate and I were both guys that, you know, we, we had to get out to do what we wanted to do with our lives, you know? And I think it was right around that time. And he said, you know, man, like when I die, I just don't want to have a belly full of regrets. I just don't want to have a belly full of regrets. I don't want to die and look back on my life and be like, oh, man, or be on my deathbed and look back on my life and be like, man, you know, I wish I'd have done this. I wish I'd have done that. And again, there's very few regrets that I have in my life. The ones that I do have are ones where they were decisions that I, I wish I wouldn't have made. You know what I mean? But again, we all have warts. We all have mistakes we make and poor choices that we make. And those those warts exist to show us, okay, man, like, don't do that again. Like, you learned life lesson, move forward, do the right thing next time, you know, take responsibility for those things, own them, but don't let them bog you down. Don't continue to beat yourself up over them, move forward, you know, so I don't really have a whole lot of regrets, you know, but obviously I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes. I've made war choices. I own them. I am who I am. But the important thing is, is that you move forward, you persevere and you do the things you love to do. Even Nate, you know, same thing. He loves planes too. You know, his career involves, you know, working on them and and he has his private pilot's license now which is so awesome and it's like just keep doing the things that you're doing and I you know and I and I think that's like the main thing like don't get lost in because I've done that with myself this is coming from my own personal experience where I started a and then I'm already trying to get to z and it's like dude just worry about a today and then tomorrow do b day three do c and so on and so on one step at a time you know I think there's a lot of us out there that struggle with that you know with growth because we either get so overwhelmed that we stop before we start or we stop it somewhere along the way you know and at the end of the day it's like hey if it's important to you do it don't let anybody else discourage you from you know from doing something you love to do because they don't see the value in it or they don't understand it like your journey in life is not for other people to understand you know what i'm saying it's it's not for other people to understand you know and and unless they're you they're not going to understand it and, and they're and they're not you 
which means they're probably not going to understand it. You know, some people might be like, dude, why are you, why are you doing a podcast, man? Like, you know, and then I have to be like one of those back in my day people. I'm like, well, I was doing a podcast back when, you know, <laughs> and I did. I started it when I was 24, you know, but I can't look back with regret and go, oh man, what could have been if I would have just kept doing it for seven years and, you know, I'd have way more episodes now. Maybe I'd have more listeners now. And I'm like, you know, my motivation for doing it now is purely, I guess you could say a selfish one. And I don't mean selfish negatively, but it really is. It's just something that I'm doing creatively because I enjoy doing it. I miss doing it. And I, I do feel like, and I don't mean this to sound self-righteous, but at the same time, I've spent so much of my life beating myself up and selling myself short that it's like you do have to acknowledge the things that you are good at. I feel like communication is one of those things that it's always just been part of who I am. You know, when I look back at my friendships growing up and even to this day and even in my own family, you know, a lot of times I'm kind of sought after as like a mediator. Like I'm the one that can kind of like, you know, and again, this isn't me pat myself on the back. I'm just being real. I'm the one that can kind of like calm the storm a little bit and get get everybody to kind of just chill and like I see people communicating at different levels and it's like I can see them wanting to get to the same thing and I I feel like I I can help provide that balance like and I genuinely enjoy talking to people it's not because I like hearing the sound of my own voice I mean obviously this is a solo episode but you know I'm not just doing this like I'm talking to the microphone in my kitchen table in my dining room right now in my apartment in Tennessee like I'm doing it like talking to everybody out there like I enjoy conversing with people. I enjoy meeting people from different walks of life. And I've realized, like, I've just gotten in my own way of, like, continuing to, like, exercise that muscle. And I think it's because along the way at some point, maybe I I stopped believing in it. Or I just felt like, oh, it's not really practical to do that if it's not bringing in any money or it's not, you know what I mean? And it's like, that can't be it, man. Like, everybody starts somewhere. You know, one of my favorite bands is Mastodon, and they've become a very well-respected, you know, critically acclaimed band. And at one point, you know, almost 20 years ago when they were starting out at the turn of the century, I mean, they were traveling around for years in a in a van, you know, living in a van down by the river. Um, I don't think they were living in a van down by the river, but they were definitely like touring in a band and like opening for people and people were like, what is that? You know, they didn't really, you couldn't really pigeonhole their sound, you know, because they had so much different stuff going on. And fast forward, you know, like 18 years later, and what they've been through as a band, and, and they're one of the biggest, you know, heavy music, alternative music, you know, non-mainstream bands out there, you know, where they headline shows. And I saw them at the Ryman two years ago down here in Nashville. It was one of the best shows I ever saw, you know. It was awesome. And Bron Daler, the drummer, you know, got up afterwards and was talking to everybody and, you know, talking about how to their knowledge it was like the first metal show ever at the Ryman and how his, I think it was his grandparents, if my memory serves me correct, you know, played there when they were coming up. And like, so it was kind of a cool full circle moment. And that venue, if any of you have ever been to that venue, if you haven't, I recommend you go if you're a concert fan. You know, it's it's just a cool, they call it the mother church because it like used to be a church and it just, it smells like an old like gymnasium. Like it, it smells vintage, you know what I'm saying? Like, which might sound weird to say, but you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, you're, you know, I don't mean like sweaty and like, I, I mean like it just has that like 
like that old building kind of vibe and just the there's still the pews there like that everybody sits on it was just like it was like a spiritual experience going to see that band you know what i mean but uh, you know what if those guys stopped and they just go oh you know it's more practical for us to just work nine to fives you know we're traveling in a van and even though we love this music and we have this like musical synergy together like we're not making any money doing this so like why are we doing it you know what i mean if if they quit on it you know um you know doc coyle who's who i've had on this podcast a couple times he was super kind and gracious to give me his time doing that you know when i just reached out to him on twitter you know shout out to doc i mean you know i look at he's been really inspiring to me even starting this podcast again because you know he he went from a band and god forbid that had achieved some success but didn't get to the level of many of their peers like lamb of god and kill switch engage in terms of commercials you know success if you want to call it that and he got to a point where he wanted to make a shift and moved out to california like six years ago or whatever that was and six years later you know he's in bad wolves who's one of the you know rising you know rock heavy music bands right now and zombie blew up last year was one of the biggest songs of 2018 and i and i think like man like what if doc just threw in the towel and was like yeah man you know you know what i mean and, and even his singer in that band tommy vex i i heard him doing an interview and it was really inspiring to hear him say too like don't quit before the miracle happens you know and i think a lot of us in life we we we, we we use a measuring stick too much. We compare ourselves to other people too much. And the reality is there's always failure in comparison. You know, the thread of all of that is if it means something to you, then it means something. You know, I can't explain why my brother's in the planes. I can't explain why I'm into music and I'm still like sports wise I, I I'm not as passionate about it as I was when I was a kid, but like I still love basketball like this time of year, playoff basketball and playoff hockey. I love it. I think it's the best time of year for sports. I can't explain why I'm into that. I can't why explain why, you know, I don't have a million shoes in my closet. I have a couple more pairs than probably what I need, right? Um, let's be honest, probably than what I need, then I have more shoes than what I need. But I still, every time new shoes come out or like a new signature shoe comes out, like I'm always interested in like the design and like what aspects of like the athlete's personality that they put into the shoe and like the little hidden messages and stuff like it's cool to me some people might look at it and go okay there's a swoosh there's a sole there's another nike you know i look at it, i'm like oh man that's cool how they intertwined like the elements of the guy or, or the girl the athlete and put it into the shoe you know i can't explain why that's interesting to me my dad doesn't care about shoes you know <laughs> my dad enjoys music but he's not like as into it as as i am you know what i mean same thing with like my stepdad and my mom and stuff like I didn't come from like a musical household. They didn't play instruments. You know what I mean? But like, I, I love music. It's just something that's always there for me. There's songs that I listen to. That I remember it takes me right back. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, it's almost like another sense where it's like, you know, your sense of smell like is really attached to memory. Like music is like that for me. I'm like, oh man, I remember listening to that album. I remember when that came out. I remember where I was in my life and w what was going on. So in this 47 plus minute rant now, <laughs> I hope what you got out of that is just don't quit on yourself. You know, don't, you know, to quote Tommy Vex, don't quit before the miracle happens. You know, don't set unrealistic, unrealistic expectations for yourself. Don't start at A 
and think about Z. Just wake up every day and take it one step at a time. And if there's something that you want to do, do it. Because to our knowledge, we only get one go around with this life. We only get one one opportunity for, for, for all that we know in our human knowledge, right? You know, I mean, some people believe in nirvana and, you know, the seven circles or whatever and, and getting to nirvana. I think it's seven or some people believe in an afterlife. Some people don't. Whatever the case may be, to our knowledge, we get one run at this thing we call life. So why spend it doing anything other than, than you know, things that, you know, make you happy? I mean, obviously in life, you know, we need money. We've created that, right? We, we need – if you live in the United States of America – you need money to survive. You know, I can't pay my rent without money. I can't go to him and be like and pay it to him and, you know, and like high fives. You know what I mean? I can't go. <laughs> I can't go to the leasing office on the first of the month and be like, yo, high five, fist bump. You're right. You know, I'm a, I'm a good tenant. Like I keep my place clean. Don't disrupt people. High five. That's my rent every month. You know what I mean? Like I can't go to the grocery store and same thing and be like, awesome cashier, fist bump. Here's all my food. I'm not going to pay for it. I'm just going to give you fist bump because you know, like I'm a good dude, right? And you seem cool. So like fist bump, woo, groceries, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously you need money to survive. So there's going to be, you know, you need a job, you need to work, you need to, you need to live within your means, you know, so you can provide for yourself and your loved ones, whoever you're responsible for. But, but I mean, like if there's something that you enjoy doing that makes you happy, you should do it. You know what I mean? Like, whether it's drawing, whether it's painting, whether it's cooking, baking, you know, podcasting, exercising, you know, just do it. And, and I promise you, if you do it, it will lead to like good things. Cause even, even like for this, for example, and that's how I'll put a button on this, like, you know, I've had the opportunity through, through writing, you know, back when I used to do feature stories for Toledo Free Press and stuff like and I don't mean this to sound name droppy, but I've gotten a chance to talk to members of some of my favorite bands. You know, I've gotten to do interviews with my favorite guitarist, with my favorite singer. Um, you know, I got to do a show review for a Pearl Jam concert. They're one of my favorite bands. Like, you know, and 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 even back when I was writing, I never made a lot of money doing that, but it was like that was part of who I am. You know what I mean? And you know, I feel like this podcasting is kind of an evolution and an extension of of that. And I feel like I shut that part of myself off for a while because I lost faith and belief in myself that like that like I could be good at it or that it would be worth my time to do. And as the years have gone on and 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 again, I don't want to make this sound like sullen or I'm not a downtrodden person and you know, I have my ups and downs and my good days and my bad days just like anybody, but I'm not an unhappy guy. I love where my life is at right now. I love who I have in it and the relationships that I've built. I love the life that I've built down here in Tennessee. But I did shut off part of myself, and I realized I didn't need to do that. You know what I mean? I didn't need to. I made that choice, and that's why I got back into it because I'm like, man, I still have that itch to scratch. I like to converse with people. I like to share people's stories. That that was why I love journalism so much. Like truthfully, it's like and why I love feature stories so much is you know, it was so cool to be the middleman between that person's story or that band's story 
and sharing it with the world. It's cool when you can be the mediator that that helps give a voice to that story and then somebody can read that story and they might just read and go, oh, that's a good story. They might just listen to the podcast and go, oh, that was a cool podcast. Or it might inspire them. It might influence them to like in their own lives go, hey, man, like that person overcame this. Maybe I can overcome what I'm going through. And that's really kind of my goal for this, not to sound like self-righteous, but why I renamed the podcast March 4th and why, um, you know, why I started doing it again is because, you know, for whatever reason, there's a need for us as human beings. It's like we have to connect, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, you think about like jail and prison, as scary as a thought as that is for all of us. Right. But it's like, one of the worst things they can do to you is what? Put you in isolation. We were meant to connect with each other. We were meant to help each other. We were meant to love one another and be good to each other and to love and be good to ourselves. You know what I mean? So if there's something on your heart or there's something on your mind, there's something that you want to do that it makes you feel happy. It makes you feel more positive. It gives you more life. You know what I mean? And it, and it, it just it's, it means something to you. That's the message of this podcast today. Go out and do it. Take it one step at a time. Don't focus on Z when you're at A. Just go do it, and you will feel better that you did it, you know? And who knows? Maybe you'll have the next, you know, great bakery. Maybe you'll have the next great podcast. Maybe you'll have the next great idea, right? And maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have a cool little local bakery. You know, maybe you won't have a local bakery, but you'll make some really, really good Cinnabons for that next party, right, that your friends love. And if that's all it ever is, that's all it ever is. But if it makes you feel good and it makes you feel happier, then do it, you know. So this podcast today was, I guess, as much for as, for me as it was for you and, and cathartic for me where it's just like, you know, I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, man, you're back. Now, now you just got to do it. You just got to go out there and you just got to do it, you know. Because you'll 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 feel better and you won't be restless and you'll be like ah oh, man I feel better because I did it so that's that's my message to all you out there today there's something on your heart there's something on your mind there's something that you enjoy doing whether it's flying or whether it's podcasting writing exercising music baking whatever it is just do it you know just do it and start it start a day and you will get to Z. And even if Z means you're not a household name or you haven't impacted the entire world, like, don't worry about that. Because I think sometimes that prevents us from, like, doing stuff too is, you know, that's kind of a philosophy in our culture now is, like, no days off. And, you know, and it's like there's a reason that only a small percentage of the population is, you know, our household names and, and you know, make – millions if not billions right it's because that it's rare to get to that level you know what i'm saying so don't compare yourself to 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 like millionaires and billionaires or like you know michael jordan and like you know or joe rogan or if you cook like comparing yourself to i don't know like i don't know like rachel ray or something like you know what i mean it's like don't go well i'm not rachel ray or i'm not michael jordan yeah i know we know we know you're not, right? But that doesn't mean that you're not worthwhile and that what you have to offer to the world is any less important than what those people have contributed. And that's the main thing. There's always failure in comparison, so don't compare yourself to anybody else. 
Just pursue who and what makes you happy and it will lead to good. And that's where I'll end it today. Thank you for listening to this. I really appreciate it. It's really humbling, whoever you are out there that's listening to these shows, whether it's just people close to me, my friends, my family, maybe it's somebody in another country who stumbled upon this somehow. I'm humbled. I thank you. Persevere. Move forward. Keep on keeping on. I love you all. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. And have a great rest of the week, rest of the day, whenever you're listening to this. Peace.